This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete the and we're back, everybody. Battle for LA podcast, episode number four. Clutch Points Network. Part of the Clutch Points Network. That's right, Ryan. Uh, we are back, and I am also back. Uh, I'm Tomer Zarli, uh, Clippers reporter. I'm here with uh, our Lakers reporter, Ryan Ward. What up? Uh, another Lakers reporter of ours, Bob Garcia, the fourth. Make sure you add that. For sure. And yeah, we're here to discuss uh, more Lakers and Clippers topics, but as you know, uh, we'll start off with the most recent, I think, and biggest historic night. (laughs) Uh, I just got back from Oakland, California, where the Clippers pulled off the biggest upset in NBA playoff history. Uh, I think they were the third largest NBA comeback ever. Uh, What a night. What do you mean? Just in general? In general, yeah. Shit, 36 and 35 impressive. were done in the regular season, and then 31 was a playoff one. Wow. It was, uh, that was some night. Um, I don't even know where to start, but I know that I was talking to a couple of reporters at halftime, and it was like, you know, down 73 to 50. All right, well, we're in for another one of those games. Actually, um, you know what? Start with your experience, because I was blown away by your experience. Oh right, right, right. We talked. We talked about this earlier. Well, you know, the game was was started off rough, but the the whole uh, experience of the Warriors and their PR team was uh, actually pretty incredible. So, um, <clears throat> you know, they reached out to us via email a couple times before the uh, before the game uh, on game day. I think about six hours before the game, they called us. They called some of us media members and said, "Hey, do you guys need anything? Uh, you guys need called anything from him us?" On the phone. Yeah. That doesn't happen, people. Yeah. It doesn't was, happen. No, that was incredible. I was shocked. Um, we we arrived to the arena uh, a bit early. I like to get a you know feel for the, for a new arena. I've never been at Oracle, so that was pretty cool. Um, they gave us our, our credentials, and they gave us a, a, a game day packet, which contained... A packet. Yeah, contained... A packet. <laughs> it contained... Okay. It contained uh, game notes, uh, previous stats, current stats, you know, things we're looking for, stuff like that. Uh, history about the Warriors, Clippers. Basically media gold and for covering, covering something like this. Yes, and a packet of family-sized uh, M&M, peanut M&Ms. Family-sized packet of M&Ms. M&Ms. I hear a little envy in you, Ryan. Nah, not at all. Fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the days that 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 you know, anytime you have that kind of a, you're treated that well, you're already off to a great start. You know. <laughs> so you know, we we we, we head downstairs down Oracle Arena. We go to the media room. And you know how it's Staples, um, it's fucking first come first serve. You mm-hmm. got the camera guys who put their shit down, and then you're you're stuck if you didn't well, get I think there a early few enough. Few beat writers have seats like a few, yeah. on, like maybe like what three or four? The AP, yeah. Uh, for the Clippers, they have a couple, but uh, for the most part, there's always it's like a free for all, seats. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, kind of, because there are, it's not always packed. But you always have those camera guys who just throw their giant bags and cases on tables. Mm-hmm. Go out to the court and literally never sit in that media room again until the end where they take their stuff and leave. Tiny cubby and every open space in the cubby is taken up by something. Yeah. While you're just looking for somewhere to sit and write. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So what the Warriors have is they have their media room was for was for people who were writing only. 
just writers only. So they had. Which I thought they, was awesome. Yeah, they had. Really they good. had mini booths set up with like dividers. They had uh, me with you know my name. The Warriors welcome Tomaris Arley from Clutch Points. I felt so so amazing. I, I just I, I never wanted to leave. <laughs> I was looking for Oakland apartments and places to Breaking cover the Warriors. News, Tomaris yeah. will be covering the Warriors next season. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that they're moving to the Chase Center now, but um, which no, can you imagine there though? Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be like it's gonna yeah, be it's gonna be incredible. More. Jeez. Um, yeah, so the, everyone had their individual booths, and all the camera guys and all the digital sort of people had to uh, the camera guys, and they had to put their stuff outside. There was like separate tables outside, and there's mm-hmm. extra room in the back. So basically, the riders were taken care of, top to bottom. Um, I will say, while you guys were great, the food was not. At all, the M and M's was the highlight. The family well, look, size. Well, it, it is different departments, though, so uh, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's not, that's, not them. That's true. They, they they had burgers the first day. It was okay. And let's be honest. Staples Center is not exactly. Dude, Staples Center looked like either? King's food compared to this. <laughs> well, that must be. Yeah, that's different. I'm not they had uh, maybe maybe we just came at a bad time. I don't know, but I feel like games one and two of the of, of playoff series should have better food than hot dogs and hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's just me, though. Uh, you know, for our season finale, we had pesto and uh, chicken at Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> so, pesto, pesto, family size pesto. Uh, I'm serious. So, you know, uh, at Staples Center, the hot dogs are the stuff that you eat if you can't, if you don't want to pay for the dinner. Right. Or those Here, sandwiches that Bob yeah, used to have. I'll like, get sandwiches with the hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, look, while it wasn't bad, it's not. It's, it wasn't great. So that was the only part that was a little, little weird. No Sunday machine. No, no, no ice cream machine. That, no, wow. no, the legendary no, ice, ice cream. Yeah. Close at halftime and it'd be done, done for yeah. the Lakers. At least they had an ice cream. For machine. For those that don't know out there, Stable Center has this ice cream machine that everybody in the media goes to at least once or twice. Yeah, it, twice. you just you just have to. <laughs> you just have to. Yeah, it's it's bomb. So no ice cream machine there, no popcorn. Uh, They had a couple bags of chips that they kept kept bringing out every once in a while. They had cookies. They had um, uh, little brownies, which were cool. Uh, They had a really nice chocolate chip cookie that I saw, and I was like, I wanted this. And you know when you expect to have a a soft cookie and you it's a hard cookie. You know the level of disappointment you go through for that. You're just like, God damn it, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You just want to throw the whole cookie away. (laughs) So that was another disappointment, but. But they did have, uh, I think it was peanut butter or something, soft cookies and brownies. So I didn't love it, but it was soft. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll I'll manage. Game one was a fun blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got we had a little uh, commotion there at halftime where Doc and Lou Williams and a couple guys got technical fouls. Uh, Warriors ended up blowing them out. Uh, but Kevin Durant and Patrick Beverly's, I'll tell you, Warriors fans do not like Patrick Beverly at all. <laughs> it started from that Rocket series a few years ago where Beverly was guarding him. They don't, they, I mean, the Clippers were introduced and it was like casual booze. And then Beverly's name is brought up and it's deafening in there. I think they just looked for an enemy because it's not like back in the day with Chris Paul and Blake and DeAndre where it's easy to Boom. hate those guys, right? Or even. Doc. Well, if you remember, he was—he yeah. sort of was. I mean, people credited him with getting Westbrook injured for fouling him hard, and then he roughed up Curry a bit a couple times on some screens, and they got in each other's faces. So they, there's why. a history there. People who play physical always have the bad rap. Yeah, so that's true. They 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 loved when he got ejected. Uh, that game at, at that point, the game was already in hand. I think it was like four minutes left. It was over. Mm-hmm. Um, game two, though. You know, down 73 to 50 at halftime. It just felt like this is going to be a 30-point game, 34-40-point game. And once they made it, thir- once the Warriors, the Warriors started out shooting 9 of 9 in the third quarter. They were perfect, 9 of 9 in the first five minutes. Four and a half funny minutes. that team is so good that that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, yeah. just like, yeah, okay, that's the Warriors. And, then, and then they just, just, I've never. I've, so there wasn't one play or like thing that happened during the game where you're just like okay now it's turning now all of a sudden it's like okay they're no coming. because you know it's the warriors so they can you know when you're up 31 
I think everyone will let down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get to 20, whatever. We'll get the guys back in and finish the game off. Get it to 15. Okay, whatever. We'll get the guys back in and close the game out. The Clippers got it down from 14 to, I believe, uh, from 31 to, I believe, 14, entering the fourth. Shea got a steal. That was a big play. Shea got a steal with four seconds left. From That's big. Cutting in uh, half before the next quarter. Yeah, got a steal. Pushed in transition with three seconds left. They got a layup. Um, there was the Patrick Beverly poke. He poked the ball away from Steph, mm-hmm. uh, recovered it, hit Gallinari for a dunk. That made it uh, about 12 or 14 again with about six, seven minutes left. And uh, Lou Williams is just – Lou and Montrezl Harrell were incredible. I have, I'm telling you, they, they cannot stop that one, two, ten. They're pick and roll, right? Their pick and roll game is unstoppable. They, they had no answer. Trez was nine of nine from the field. Well, now that could be even tougher, right, with Boogie going down? Uh, I mean, they don't have a physical guy inside to kind of. Well, they got Bogut, but Bogut's just not the same guy. Right? I mean, with all due respect to Cousins, he has not been good for them, and he, like, it's to the point where you know there was a Clippers player that I talked to that were basically like, "Hey, I hope you guys don't play Boogie off the floor because he's that bad defensively." He can't cover the pick and roll, right? That's he, the biggest he's thing. He's can't atrocious move in the pick and roll. Yeah, just can't move the same way. Yeah, so you know, there, he was saying like. We know who we have to attack, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wish him a speedy recovery because that's, that's unfortunate. He's yeah, been waiting his whole career to make the playoffs, plays a game and a half, and then or a game and a quarter and goes down. So it's like eight minutes in or something? Yeah, I think it was eight, four to eight minutes or something like that. It was brutal. It was chasing a loose ball, hustling down. Now he's a free agent, basically. Yeah, he's probably going to be another one-year deal. Yeah, um, with the Lakers. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, and then... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. It would not surprise me at all. They mounted that comeback, and I tell you, when they were down 31 points, they had a 0.01% chance to make that comeback. So one one-hundredth of a chance to make that comeback. <laughs> uh, someone I saw online placed a bet on the Clippers when they were down that, that much. Uh, FanDuel says they took 14 bets. The largest bet, $50, when they were down 31, uh, turned out to $5,000 by the end of the night. A random, just 50 bucks on the Clippers. Why That's not? Crazy. Turned into $5,000. Um, it was incredible. Once once, once the Clippers got to within three or four, Oracle was silent. They were they were, they were were in, in shock. I've never heard Oracle Arena. Because, you know, the, the, whole, the whole thing about them is they're loud, they're deafening, which they are. But at that point, they were just shocked. And then Lou ties the game. And then Steph hits a three, so they go nuts. Then they score. And then... Uh, Clay Thompson misses a wide open three. Yeah, top of the arc. Wide open. That was like that was from my angle. I thought that was going in, and that was like the basketball god said, "Nope, not tonight. You guys don't deserve this." <laughs> that's what it looked, and that's what Clay said after the game. Basketball god said we didn't deserve this. Um, they get the rebound, and when when Shaman hit that three, I'll tell you, I have not celebrated as a member of the media, but I celebrated that. Big no no. Yeah, big T. I, I big no no. Did you clap? No, no. I stood up. up I stood up and went the. You guys, you guys seen that gif of the guy in the the old hat who goes, just like that, just like just quietly sort of cheering. No, himself. but I wish we just made a gif out of you. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no one's ever going to see it. Someone's got to start taping. So this. it was like a stand, a bit of a, a bit of a you know fist bump with, with the guy next to me, um, and some Warriors fans in front of us were like, "What the what the fuck are these guys cheering for? Who the fuck is this?" Um, <laughs> Post game, the Warriors were pissed. KD didn't talk. He didn't Draymond, talk at all? KD and Draymond left. Oh. They didn't even talk. Uh, you imagine if LeBron did that? Yeah. Yeah, I could actually. Catch a lot of <laughs> The amount of hate that he would get for it, though? Yeah. I think he would just take a super long time to talk. Yeah. Kobe used to do that. Yeah, but they Shower. left. They didn't even, they didn't even talk. Yeah. They didn't try to talk. KD had a solid night. So did Draymond. You're the leaders of this team. It's your job, man. It's your job yeah. to talk. You talk for 10, 15 minutes tops and you're done. Yeah, so Steve Steve was pissed. Clay was angry. Uh, Steph was sort of level-headed knowing, you know, it happens. Um, well, I think... Patrick Beverly... Those guys, like, though, it's it's like the historic level of these losses, like losing the Cavs in the finals historically. What was that one again? No, I'm not going to repeat that. Was it a 3-1 lead? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Warriors in three ones, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Draymond got suspended. Anyway... Um, for one game <laughs> one game anyway uh, can we move on can we move on thank you and then this game being historic and that's all anybody talked about it was like Tiger Woods and then this you know what's funny Tiger Woods had that comeback thing Steph tweeted out 
this is the greatest comeback story <laughs> ever. And then a day later, the Clippers complete the biggest comeback in playoff history. Social media is unkind. Man. How is that even? What? Oh, and I didn't even mention that Doc Rivers said he lost two thousand. He dropped two thousand oh, dollars yeah, while yeah, yeah. pulling out his phone in San Francisco. I think the crazier part about that is why the hell do you have two thousand dollars in your pocket? Apparently, that, that that he said that's their per diem or something like that. For, oh, that's got to be nice. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I got fucking lint for per diem in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I'm not. I'm not in the NBA, man. I'm not a coach in the NBA. So yeah. Well, well Doc has uh, a few thousand dollars to go along with that lint, and uh, yeah. After the game, Patrick Beverly was just hyped. He was just. I'm sure he was. They went was in the locker like room the, cheering the, like when crazy. When they beat the Lakers, remember? And then he's like, uh, "What are you guys all talking to them for, or something?" Remember yeah, that? he said. He said uh, yeah. the, the the real locker rooms over there on that side when he passed by the, the Lakers media. But you said though he most of the time he he bounces and he works out or something right after a game. So he did. He did go to work out. He oh, did. Okay. He started lifting weights. It, it, the Warriors locker room is different because it's a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So you, you, the workout area is there. The lockers Must are there. Be nice bigger yeah. locker room. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> it. Uh, so Pat was just lifting weights there. Uh, Sindarius Thornwell had a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good quote after the game. Shout out Yovan for getting this one. He said, "Big fucking shot, big fucking pass, big fucking play. Game over with. The fat lady singing. You ain't here. Shit. I thought I heard somebody singing or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were they were crazy. Lou Williams. The first thing he did, he, he picked up his phone, went on Twitter, and started eating nachos." On on the massage table. There's a photo that you can see yeah, online. On the really? Clippers, the Clippers, he just, right? He's leaning there eating nachos while reading Twitter mentions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, like it's just. And then Patrick Beverly's working out. You know, has, just, has anybody looked better though throughout this whole Clipper kind of like resurgence in the post CP3 area or era than than Lou Williams? Uh, I I can I don't think so. I don't even think I mean, it's like, close. Is, he's, I mean, he did this with the Lakers over and over again, though. Yeah, but not to he, this level. That's what I mean. This, this now insane. it's on a different kind of platform, different. Everybody's paying attention. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's giving him credit. He's deserved. A, he's historically been um, one of the not-so-good playoff performers. You know, he plays well in the regular season, and then playoff come around, and he sort of struggles. I think well, he I think had one of the worst. He's always been that kind of, like, Third to sixth man, like you know what I mean. He's he's never the the guy, the star track. When defenses scheme around you, it's hard to, you know, in the especially playoff time when they really want to take away the things you're good at. It's tough to, to yeah. go from there. But he's been more of a playmaker too, though now more so than years past. He had a career high twenty five playoff career high twenty five game one and nine assists, and he followed that up with thirty six and eleven last yeah, year. So he's passing. He's getting. He's killing with the pick and roll, like with. with Montrez, Montrez, Shamit spotting up. Yeah, and whoever's, whoever's moving around him, he's, he's being more of a playmaker rather than looking for a shot. I'm sure in his previous trips to playoffs, is more of let me get, let me score. I, I got to score the ball for us to have a chance. Yeah, so. but previously he'd been more of a score. That's what they needed. But now they need him to do everything: yeah. playmake, facilitate, score. Yeah, he better get used to that if you want uh, to stay in this series. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they can do, but I'll tell you that game. He's got to get balls that bounce their way and. But they can't make mistakes. That's I'll, it. I'll tell you, Pat, Pat Beverly was asked about this a couple of times. Like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, getting people's head? Do you try to do that? He said, he just shook his head with his mom and said, I don't try to get in anyone's head. I just try to go out and beat me. If people get frustrated, then that's their fault, not mine. They just tend to get frustrated. Yeah. yeah. They just happen to get frustrated. I think, I, dude, give give Pat credit. He's gotten in, I think he's gotten in Katie's head. And I think that's one reason that they he's, prefer. He's a pest. I mean, that's the way... That's a good defender these days, right? Like when you're just a pest. He he asked uh, the Clippers coaches to to guard KD. He told us that today at practice, and uh, I think you know Steph is a guy you can. I think he's unfazed, Steph. You mm-hmm. know he can be all for ten and still knock down ten threes in a row after that. That's a great shooter. But I think I think Patrick maybe knows that KD's a little thin skinned. Yeah, and can get under his skin, oh, yeah, which is definitely. why they're okay with Steph going off. But they really want to get into KD. You saw they the got two tags and got ejected game one. Yeah, yeah. He fouled out of game two, um, in a, in a very crucial moment. I think Pat just knows he can get under his skin whenever he wants, and he's been he's been he's. Refs aren't going to call everything. I mean, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to call forty fouls because you you're not going to disrupt the flow of the game like that. So I think that's where the Clippers' aggressiveness and hard well, it's playing. Like, um, it's like Lance Stevenson back in the day with the, with the Pacers. Pacers? Oh, when he was just irritating so the hell out of LeBron. Yeah. He was so annoying. It's the same thing. 
Yeah, very similar. But he was <laughs> he was a little different though. Yeah, blown in the air and all that shit. Yeah, no, Pat does do. Pat just, Pat just holds and grabs you when you know when the ball's not live the, and you know the, the game used to be played in the nineties and eighties and before. Yeah, it was incredible. Doc, Doc, I think had one of the quotes of the weekend where he said, um, "You know, we've been down, we've been traded, we've broken up our team, we just keep coming back." And then he said, "We're like the roach after the atomic bomb. That's what we like to be. We just keep coming back. We don't die." We're like you don't have a fucking choice, Doc. That's that's what's gonna happen. I mean, isn't it right? <laughs> you though? don't. He doesn't have the talent to, to compete with these uh, he's, guys. He, they've know? been down big a, time, but they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what else can you do? Until uh, get until swept. Kawhi gets there this summer, then what else are you gonna do? Get swept. That was that. I, I, yeah. I don't think well, anyone like, had a like winning a game earlier today. Like, I think I think even if they lose every game from here on out in the next three. Then I still think it's kind of a win in the, for them. That game alone is a win. It yeah, already it, like in, in terms of the success it, it brings. It's a, a fighting group, you know, like guys that you want to play with, guys that look, you know, the foxhole quote, you know, like the guys yeah. who want in a foxhole. Yeah, I, I don't even know what they can do past this because I, I feel like they've Landry said today they've sort of woke up a sleeping bear. And I, oh, I can see KD coming out. Be scared, yeah. I can see KD sure. coming out and scoring forty next game. So him and Steph. Clay has been quiet. Yeah, or uh, Clay. Yeah, Staples Center has been known as Oracle South uh, because Warrior fans are everywhere here. Yeah, especially yeah. around these last four That's years. True. So, I mean, tomorrow I'm, I'm not expecting a Clipper win, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, just because of the way they played. I think they'll give it a good fight for a half, and then the Warriors just kick it in another gear, and it'll just be like same old thing all over again. That's usually what happens with the Warriors. Um, yeah. I, if they can win another game in this series, it'd be interesting. Uh, I it don't would be know if very they can, interesting. but well, especially since the Warriors are likely going to play Houston next, right? So, yeah, if they get beat up a little bit by the Clippers right now, and Houston's just firing on all cylinders like we watched today. Well, if they go one more, it's win one more game. It's at least going six, and that means they're going for sure. They're already going back to that's math, to folks. State. Yeah, it's math. at least going six. Hashtag math. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's already going to go five, and and all it takes is just. You know, another game like this where Lou takes over, or maybe Kevin Durant's, you know, emotions get the best of him, and easier said than done. It's true, but I mean, they, they, they gotta have a lot of stuff going in their favor. It happened once a in series. Of, you know, I know. That's that's why I don't, I don't doubt this gonna. Happen. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't doubt it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just it's just a series that I, I thought they're gonna take one at least. I didn't think it happened. I, so. I didn't think it happened over. An oracle, but neither did I. I had no clue. I didn't think it would. I thought it'd there. be at home, maybe game three, or maybe game four to avoid the avoid a sweep. But yeah, they they kept they kept fighting. They didn't give up. Down thirty one points, and it's just remarkable. Clips in five, six, or seven. Take either of those. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just wonder how free agents see this. How do free agents look at the Clippers now? You know, Kevin Durant's one of them. It has to get your attention. And then you see Balmer going nuts on the on the sideline. Like, I mean, he loves this team. Arguably best and owner in sports. Pay. I think they had a camera he's following him, too. To had a Balmer, see a Balmer cam, yeah, and he was like, like he's, all, should, he's all tense. And then, like, as soon as, they, as, soon as uh, Shami hit the shot, he was up celebrating, yelling, yeah. fist pumping, everything. I think even the guy who was sitting next to him, I don't know who he was. It was his son. Was it his son? I think it was his son. Yeah, he was son. basically, like, putting his hand on his leg, like, Calm down, Dad. <laughs> well, he was Calm excited down. too, but it was just you know it was like he's like okay, Balmer's yeah. a little extra with everything, and that's just how he is. Aneurysm going on right now. Like if <laughs> I, I think uh, it was Jimmy Kimmel who said like, I feel like when you win a championship, you're just gonna blow up. <laughs> he's gonna spontaneously you're just gonna, combust. You're just gonna combust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Kawhi sees this. His team lost to the Magic game one. Played played well yesterday, but I don't know. I've, Freedoms have to be like have to like what they're seeing if they're considering the Clippers at all. I think with what Ryan said, it's just you see a team that's going to fight regardless of the odds, mm-hmm. and they they're a not a way. team that's going to. I mean, yes, they went down big time in both games, but they were still fighting through it. You know, first and game, you don't see any drama. Yeah, exactly. No players like all questionable relationship with the other guy. Coach is all for him. Looks like the players definitely love their coach. I mean, all phases. They're just they've got it all right now. Front office is sound. Yeah. Owner is very likable. I mean, yeah. you you don't have any negative or drawbacks, and you also have the the, the salary cap space on top of that. So it's just there's mm-hmm. everything to like about it. And you know, you have guys who are, you can tell they love playing for Doc. 
and there's there's that fight in them. You know, that's the first two games. It's just obvious that that's the case, and and you you know you you need that, especially come playoff time. And God, I mean, I, I'm sure sure that one top free agent's gonna at least take him seriously. And oh, they'll get meetings. I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. I'm I'm looking forward to game three tomorrow, game four Sunday night, and then we'll see. Hopefully, I come out to game five, uh, which should be a loud arena as well. Um, but enough about the Clippers. We talked about them for a bit. Um, what's going on with you guys and the Lakers? Uh, anything, oh, nothing. Anything going nothing on? Because no, not just, in the news at all? It's all fine and dandy. Just waiting for a bunch of stars to come, you know. Is it weird Glitz that... Glitz and glamour. Is it weird that I don't miss LeBron in the playoffs? Like, I don't go, oh, LeBron's really missing from this series. Or Maybe you're starting like to notice everybody else. Yeah, there, it's a different true. different dynamic, cause in the, especially in the East. You know, you don't... It's wide open. Because, I mean, you think, man, it's not like... Like the other players suck, or they're not entertaining. To watch. No, no, not like that. But I mean, it's we just were like, entertained by James Harden just now, just torching the Jazz. Like no problem. Yeah, that was easy. It's just weird not to see him. It, I thought it'd be weird not to see him, but it's like, eh, we've gotten over it. Move on. Uh, you hear that, LeBron? Last time we spoke, uh, you guys still had a president. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, now he do quit. not. He quit. He's gone. Yeah. He's out. And he did it spontaneously. A bit awkward. He got a, He was a little pissed off. He couldn't tweet about other players and stuff like that. Yeah. Couldn't like be himself. Had enough. Had enough. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't tweet himself. about Russell Westbrook's with triple double, right? Yeah. No, yeah. 2020, yeah, the twenty 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 game for Nipsey Hussle. He says, I'm out. I'm out. You know, Luke's. You know, I don't want to fire Luke's out. I'm out for. Kind of weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird to show up to a game. Forty minutes. An impromptu. Press conference. You were at that game, right? What was quitting. that? What was that like? That was surreal. But then again, I'm getting used to surreal at this point. I'm numb to all this shit. Wait, wait. That I'm was not even that kidding. was the final game of the season. Yeah. So Magic quit, and then they lose on a buzzer beater to Mo Harkless. <laughs> yeah. The team, uh, you know, granted, the team was actually playing pretty well in the last five, yeah. six games. <laughs> if that doesn't sum up the Lakers' season, I don't know. Oh what my does. god, it sums up everything about the whole process of what's going on in the last. Three years, man. It's just wow. You think there's positives, and then all of a sudden something <laughs> goes astray, astray, like and then right just, in your face. Yeah. Like, nope, get back in line, get back in line real quick. Now, I I was stunned by because I just couldn't. The way he did it, and the way he talked about it, was as if he just didn't understand what it was to be in the position that he's in. It's like taking a job and says, "Well, I don't like eighty percent of this." Two years later, I'm. I'm I'm cool. The thing is, Magic's I, better as an advisor, I would I would guess, well, so, I and, and an ambassador he, for the sport. He not, likes to he likes being the the people that the, the guy that brightens up everybody's day and everyone likes. Yes, he likes being the likable guy, and that's that's human. You know, that's a human thing. But you took on a job where you're the heavy, where you're a guy who has to fire people. You're a guy especially who has here to moves. You're a guy who has to trade people, and all the things he complained about were all the things that are his main job. So I don't understand what he was thinking when he came in. I thought Magic being present was a brilliant move. I was like, this is perfect. Players will want to come here. Good this pitch, is going to be a different culture, atmosphere. People are going to win. This guy won. Wherever he's gone, whatever he's done, he's won. But no, it turns out to be quitting his head coach five games no, in. It's clear that he didn't know or he didn't expect all these responsibilities upon himself. He probably thought it would make me more of a face. How, how is that possible? Well, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it just it doesn't seem like it's possible, but it, it, it just seemed over time that he just got tired of all this, just all these all this outside noise, all this chatter around the team, all this negative chatter, and then affecting his image as well. Yeah. Making him look well, I, like... I, I kind of think that's where it, what, what happened ultimately, is he's like, this is going to affect my legacy altogether. People are just going to be like... He's the guy that followed Jim Bus after rat, you know, saying Jim Bus should go, and he does the same thing, right? Even though he signed LeBron James, it's just a weird situation, though, man. Either way, it's gonna look weird on him. It's his, it's legacy. It is, but it'll court. be a blip. Yeah, you know, it'll be like he signed LeBron and then he bailed. Yeah, right? that, that would gone. be the one positive. Yeah, that everyone's gonna take. At that least he, got he LeBron. has the positive, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's confusing. I'm so glad the season's over. You could tell that there was obviously internal conflict too, because if, oh, if he had, if he didn't have the will to fire Luke Walton, and then also saying he didn't like the backstabbing, there's a, there's a lot more going on to that. Maybe there's backstabbing and whispering. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that that I think eventually will come to light. But it's just it's right now it just seems very odd at this point to 
step away right before the last game of the season. Well, I mean, just think how bad that makes the team look going into a process where you're supposed to get another star to play with your your superstar, right? The one guy who said promised the world has just bailed because he didn't like what was going on. That's that's the worst message you could send for the team. And then leaving Jeannie Buss just hanging in the wind. Like, now, God knows what she's thinking. Like, she's going to be sitting up there like, what do I do now? The one guy I leaned on all the time is just gone. And I got this Rob Palenka guy who all you keep hearing about is a bad reputation with everybody. Yeah. I don't know if he, he I don't personally I don't know him. I don't know if he's a bad guy, but all you hear about is like, oh well, the other agents don't like him. Yeah. Like what did Verona Shelburne say? He was like he's a Voldemort. Right? Something like that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's crazy. It's just a situation I just you could tell there's a lot more to come out in the next probably few weeks, maybe after the season ends, who knows? I mean, there was word about about a, a huge piece that's gonna be about it that people were referring to that about just the inside dealings of this. Oh, was it the uh, you talking about the ESPN thing that was supposed to come out? I think so. Was it the yeah. workplace misconduct thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was going on when we were in the in the back after everything had happened. Magic, buzzer beater. Um, we're working. Obviously, everybody's working on pieces. I think everybody was there till like one or two in the morning, and we're uh, th- the news of that came yeah. trickling out like. Oh, ESPN's about to drop something that's gonna say basically why Magic, you know, yeah. took off. And we could see all the ESPN guys, you know, slant, or clamor in the back, like, yeah. what are they doing? What, what's gonna come out? But then we find out it's just him being harsh on employees or something. Yeah, we're like, so being a boss, being a boss, apparently. Yeah, but then again. It hasn't dropped. There's, there's, there's going to be something eventually. I mean, it's like probably. It's, it's. Well, it doesn't it's, look good on them if this ha- comes out yeah. and then nothing drops. Yeah. So how much of the backstabbing was probably the Anthony Davis? It's gotta uh, be lack of good faith negotiation. Damn near all of it, I would assume. And I think it's just uh, all around the league too. I mean, there was no names mentioned, but just ugly, man. It's just all ugly. It's all. I just don't see how they're going to recover quickly from this. It just kept getting worse and worse. It was like there was never a point where, okay, maybe, you know, they'll, they'll turn things around. It's just injuries. Then you have Anthony Davis trade rumors. And then Ingram's thing yeah, that Ingram's came out of nowhere. The blood clot yeah. that, like, threatened his career. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Honestly. It just, this, it just didn't stop. And, and this, now there's, like, the ticking clock yeah. on LeBron, right? His time left in the NBA and whether or not he's the same guy. It's just, ooh, just... Too much, man. Well, the Lakers wasted wasted year one of LeBron. I don't know if they can afford to do the same next year, though. So year they two really... might be wasted, too, if they don't get anybody. Does he? Uh, man, I, I honestly think that every option that they're going to have is going to be secondary. It's going to be third. It's going to be fourth. So they're not going to get their first option? No, they're not going to get with the, who they want to get. I just think it's going to be Jimmy Butler. I just don't know why. Yeah. It just feels that way. Jimmy Butler or Chris Milton, somebody that... I don't think it's going to be good enough to take them over the top. They'll just be competitive. That's it. And then first round, second round exit, and that's that'll be the rest of LeBron's career. Well, I mean, a big part of the Lakers' struggles this year was was Lonzo Ball's absence, and um, didn't he really recently do an interview? Uh, we, we discussed a bit yeah. of the season. Well, he basically said what everybody already knew: is that the trade rumor just really went through the locker room and changed everything said what did he say leading to our downfall was the was the trade rumor and then kcp during his exit interview he was asked the same question like hey what did what impact did it did it have on the locker room he said it affected a lot he said it wasn't the same after that and he said the locker room changed that's a huge statement that's basically saying exactly what happened that everybody thought was rumored was actually true it shows also the lack of communication from the front office, and there's a lot more dysfunction there than that they know about that they're not obviously not gonna let on. But it's just it's yeah. a situation where just both sides are just were terrible. Well, look, I think that starts at the top. That's pretty obvious uh, in terms of being a well-run organization. I don't think Genie has taken enough control. <coughs> excuse me over this franchise because. I, maybe she doesn't know enough. She's sort of just sitting in the well, background. She put these guys in control. 
So she didn't have to do that part of the, the whole thing. Yeah, but immediately after after Magic quits, you guys have exit interviews, right? Yeah, the how, day after. How, how, <laughs> how much stronger does do they look if they put Jeannie out there well, was to even, make a few statements? But hey, we're fine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just to, just to show that we're not a dysfunctional organization who doesn't know what the hell is going well, on. And then it looks even worse because the next day, as usual, you know, you have a long list of players that you go through. And then you go right. to coaching staff and then you usually talk on uh, Magic... Uh, Palenka and done no LeBron no Palenka no Luke Walton no Genie, and obviously Magic had his exit interview right <laughs> <laughs> his, what an exit his final was. exit interview yeah but to be, like, fa- to be fair LeBron was at Dwayne Wade's final game of his NBA career in Brooklyn so so that takes precedent over like yes saying his best friend's final questions. NBA game well, yes I mean you gotta take you gotta also take but you can fly back no, no, he sh- they should have done another day. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's not uncommon for them no, to yeah, stretch yeah, absolutely. it out. I agree. I agree yeah. with that. But so, just that game, I, I, I could excuse that. But not showing up at all, I guess, is shouldn't not. be much of a surprise either that he didn't even have an introductory press conference either. So it it's, falls in line with that. Yeah, that's true too. And the media day press conference was fucking weird. Just, yeah. just to put it plainly. Like, why, why was that? Because, okay, when he signed... Like like Bob said, there was no introductory press conference, and usually teams that sign somebody a big name, they like right. to show it off. Like, hey, look, look at our jersey, shiny, everything, shiny new toy, right? Right. Nothing happened. There was no announcement. There was no like, okay, this is what's going to happen, or no, it was just oh, media day. Media day comes along. He comes out in his jersey, and the first thing he does is lean up against the wall and starts texting. Or Twitter or whatever the hell yeah, he was doing yeah. for like a good fifteen minutes, and we're like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and then he comes and sits down, and he talk. I don't. He must have talked for less than ten minutes. It had to be somewhere ten. A ten minute LeBron James, yeah. <laughs> and he was like stone faced, like no emotion, no like I'm happy to be here, just I'm doing you all a favor. <laughs> That's what I got from him. I was like, "Dude, did he, did he have that accent? You too? just signed for four years and." You're you're making a ton of money. What the hell are you gonna try? What are you telling L.A.? Yeah, Hi, I'm Le- I'm LeBron James, and LeBron I don't James. I don't have time Do for this favor. Favor. Was he from the favor. south? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I just thought it was very, it was just odd. And then obviously the oddity just continued continued for the rest of the way. It's, I think for him it's just more of a controlled environment around him about uh, you know in terms of like the media coverage in terms of what he's. Willing you know to what to talk about you know even like that's what it was and then one thing too it's different and we you've noted it i've seen it too um is that when he does his press conference where his interviews after the game he's not signing up he's sitting down and that's a very that's hard crazy. for everyone gather on me yeah yeah Ugh. But, but, but i will say that the, me- and shit. the media day thing he got he gave a lot of good stuff to was it mcmenamin who was there didn't he get like a one-on-one yeah, on one with lebron i think he did that a day before so. no he did he did it during that it was, it was like was a five in the minute, background, five ten minute interview. Really? Yeah. yeah, they're sitting on little chairs. It was, it was yeah. an ESPN thing, so I'm sure well, priorities, they got some right? Good stuff. Priorities. Yeah. Well, look, if, if the Lakers are going to get on the right track, they gotta they gotta get a president. I don't think you can let Rob run this shit. Well, and there there's the rumor, right? The the Colin Cowherd thing that came out today, which it, I was surprised. Yeah. First of all, Colin Cowherd rumor. Is he, is he a does he does he have sources? I don't know. I would assume he does. Okay. At this point, right. I mean, what 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 can we believe and not believe? My He's sources, my develop. sources have told me the Warriors are very angry right now. That's what they told you. That's what they've told me. Yeah. See if you guys believe. We might see tomorrow night, but no, nah, you're a hack. Wow. Nobody believes a fucking thing you say. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be your own boys. No, but I thought this was really interesting, though. He says, "What do you say?" Forty. Um, he says that somebody told him that there's already somebody in place to replace. Magic Johnson, and they're currently running another team in the NBA that's in the playoffs. Another NBA, and, he's currently working and for a team. Okaying moves that the Lakers are already doing. Hence, what, what moves are they made? Head coach. Well, no, no. Like say, like, oh, interview this guy, interview this guy, interview. Ah, so I assume, t- right? Because I don't know where the hell he's coming from with this, or who's telling him, or whatever. Yeah. I haven't heard shit. All right, just this nothing. just in LeBron James be, to become president in the basketball operations. It's <laughs> just in. Ryan chose to change teams. <laughs> what, who are you joining? Who are you joining? First team. Any team. First team. Name it right now. First team. Pick one. I really have to think about that. Are you kidding me? There's a great one here in L.A. No, no. Oh, no. Jesus. Only what hacks the? cover that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
<laughs> no, I'd, I'd have to think about that, seriously. Obviously, only just because I live here. Yeah, okay. The fine. Bulls, because you're a big Jordan guy, no, too. No, no, no. Probably not. The Sixers, because no, you Kobe know, is a Portland, because I like Damian Lillard. What? I'd be interested to see how his career goes. Yeah. That's random. I didn't expect that. Or, no, you know what? Bucks. Bucks, too. Look at this guy just riding that. No, no, because I love wagon over here. those guys intrigue me. I, I'm interested are, are in what, you saying, how it's going. Like, are you I, saying Portland because Dame's a, a Raider fan? No, but that helps. <laughs> <laughs> that certainly helps. So what Ryan, what Ryan is saying is that the Clippers do not intrigue him. Not yet. Not until the money gets on the table. Then intrigue kind of changes. <sighs> well, look, who do you think that – who do you think – is currently working in the playoffs that they could be bringing well, in. Well, we were chopping it up before this, you know, talking about, you know, the rumor and blah, 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 blah. I think it could be uh, Ujiri. Masai Ujiri? Yeah. Because I think Ooh. he might be seeing the writing on the wall. The Raptors might not go further than this, and then next year everything could change. Kawhi's gone. Kawhi's gone. I mean, we both, we all know that Kawhi's, He's coming here. No, I'm not jinxing it. No, no, we don't know that. Thanks. We don't know that. I don't have that power of the universe, okay? Bob does. Bob does. Oh, yeah, that's Bob true. Bob jinxed the game. Okay. He's been around a long time. He's not coming here, Tomer. He's got four people that he were... He's not coming Why here. Why would you say that? He's not coming here. Is this a reverse jinx? <laughs> Maybe. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. No, I would just, after, I just after, think... After, after what you did last time, I appreciate he's that. He's going to the Lakers. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't want you to say anything that'll possibly jinx anything. Well, anyways... <laughs> Ryan Ryan does have a point. I mean, it, I feel like it's it could be Usyk, uh New Jersey, sorry, Usyk, New Jersey, and um, I think it's like you said. The team looks like it's up in the air for next year. You have yeah. what Marcus All's contract too, and it's a and player option, right? Marcus, right? he's not opting out of twenty five. Well, I'm just million. saying, there's there's a lot of twenty five million. He's not opting out of that. I forgot what it was. Twenty five. Well, you know, Kawhi. I think he was. I think he was threatening to opt out because of the Grizzlies, so he, so they can get him to a contender. But yeah. he's not. I don't think he's opting okay, well, out. Okay, well, you have to. He'd be crazy million. to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you have Kawhi, who's, you know, we've all got the assumption that he's going to leave, and then we also got, you know, Kyle Lowry, who has had trade rumors around him for the last. You know, a couple of years. Yeah, but he signed that new deal, and he. Yeah, but how you know. how long is he that guy going to play at a high level? And is he a guy that you really want to play alongside? Like it's going to take you to the next level? Did you think they're going to move Demar Derozan? Siakam's good though. I'll give him that. I mean, that kid's he's impressed me. There's a lot of moving pieces there that could I mean, from the big players, the big name players on the team. But just if he's going to get out, you jury, this is the perfect time. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, of anything that makes sense, that's the only thing that makes sense right maybe now. Maybe he has Kawhi's ear. And he has experience as both a president and a GM. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. It's, yeah. Interesting. That's... He's a trusted guy. He seems well-respected around the league. Like, why not? He's got to be... Okay, if you were to put the top 10 or no, top five GMs with with experience like that, who's up there? You got R.C. Buford. I had... Buf- or, uh, yeah. R.C. Buford. R.C. Buford. Buford. Yeah. Spurs guy, right? And then OKC. Sam Presti. Sam Presti. Yeah. Um, Ujiri. Uh Tim Connolly from the Nuggets has been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Bob, uh, Bob, Bob Myers. Myers. Bob yes. Myers. Yeah. It's four, uh, right? I mean, Pat Riley sort of well-renowned, but they yeah. haven't been great. Yeah, I guess you'd still put them uh, up there. Lawrence Frank and those guys are sort of on the rise. Yeah. Lawrence Frank and Michael Winger. Uh, I'm saying you could probably put them on one hand, right? There's yeah, only yeah, a handful of that yeah. game-changing kind of guys. Yeah, I, I would say so. And I'd say he's one of them. I mean, look what he did in Denver before he left. He, he was great there. Yeah. Went to Toronto. Great there. Okay, so let's say they get this guy as their as their president. Who is he bringing on as a coach? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Any candidates that they're looking at right now? Well, they get this guy who's running the show and okaying moves? The three candidates I... I personally think they're they're not all they're not great for this team. Ty Lue, which has been connected to LeBron. That's NBA champion coach Ty Lue, who overcame a three one deficit versus a seven three win Warriors. I gotta throw that out there whenever Again. I can. And I'm sure that was all coaching. It, it was. was all coaching, yeah. It was. Monty Williams, what's Sixers staff right now? Oh, okay, interesting. And Juwan Howard, which came out of nowhere, it seems like. He was actually the betting favorite at one point. I think he still is. Yeah. So the favorite? Betting yeah. favorite. You didn't hear about that? I heard he was a candidate, not a no, favorite. No, he was the favorite. The, the minute his name got mentioned, favorite. Bet online had him bet, then betting again, favorite. Then again, well, Jason Kidd was the favorite for a while too, right? Yeah. 
and he's not even going to get any what, consideration. Wasn't, so what happened to that case when you put when you put your money? I don't on? know. That's what's weird to me. I could have sworn he was going to get an interview, and now all of a sudden he was just off the table. Maybe he said he didn't want it I after think, Magic left. I think too is maybe that was just like outside push. Maybe people just saying, yeah, maybe it's crap, mentioned yeah. his name. Mentioned Could've his name been. in there, so he possibly get another job, uh, another opportunity to coach somewhere else. Yeah, I'm not surprised, but so Tyloo, Monty Williams, who has coached AD and Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard's played with LeBron in the Miami Heat. Tyloo coached. Oof. So there's a connection there's, there. There's connections to everywhere. everything that they're trying to do. Yeah, in that mix, but it seems like it's down to those three guys. At least that's for interesting. Now. So but if Ujiri's in the mix, it's it, what the I don't know what the hell to believe at this point. But these are all the names floating out. And Ujiri, I haven't heard. I just thought it was an interesting kind of candidate, maybe. If this is true, what Coward's saying. I think it is weird that they're letting um, Palinka sort of currently on the outside of these run this whole coaching search. <laughs> yeah, which is strange. Um, it feels like you really need a president before you can make any moves. But right. that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people were saying, like, maybe they're not going to get a president. Maybe they'll just give... Uh, Palenka more power, but he won't technically be a president, but basically is if he's getting more power. I don't know. It's just strange, man. I don't know. Did you read that ESPN article where they were saying like he would walk into Lakers facility and goes, hey guys, where's Magic Johnson? Fully knowing that Magic isn't there just to point out that Magic isn't there while he is. Seriously? Yeah. That was in, uh, I forgot who it was, whose piece it was. But I'm like, is that is that a guy you want to give more power? I mean, hey, if you if you want to, um, the, the Clippers, I'm sure, will be fine with whatever incompetent moves you guys decide to make. But. <laughs> oh, well, fuck you very much, because <laughs> I got to deal with this for God knows how long. Yeah, look at that story. She basically was like, hey, guys, where's Magic Johnson? Fully knowing that Magic wasn't there. That's <laughs> just, just to point that out. <laughs> who, who wrote this? Was it Shelburne? I think it might have been Ramona Shelburne, yeah. Okay. Some someone on ESPN's Lakers reporting staff, but um, yeah, that was nuts. Uh, I was I couldn't believe what that I heard is that. crazy. I mean, you you gotta have some balls on you to do that shit. But then again, like I said, I'm numb to this now. I'm not surprised by anything that happens. I mean, if if LeBron requests a trade tomorrow, would not shock me. Nothing that would, would shock not shock me. you. No, it wouldn't. Really? Uh, at this point, yeah. No, not at all, at, man. At this point, it's 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 like there's so many things that I didn't think were going to oh, happen. Oh, so you're saying it wouldn't surprise I, you? It wouldn't surprise me, but I, I mean, I guess it would in a little bit. But given how everything's gone, you know, I did not. I did. No one expected Magic to step down at least yeah. at at least in that fashion, and and that time. <laughs> and then you have every part of that. Then you have all every this stuff come out about Palinka, about his dealings with other teams, and other you know players, and how that's not been the best and. You know, I just referenced right now about him, kind of him going back and forth with Magic, and it's just there's just just so many things well, here that I that always thought the mix between those two was it was odd, right? Like because Magic's just a little bit higher than him, and and he's a first time GM, he's a first time president. Like how does how does that all work? I, I think more so it was just probably Genie going off of maybe Kobe's reference to give Felinka shot. Kobe's the plan. Ooh. Did not say he's to blame, but maybe she's going What's off Bob's his handle? advice. What's Bob's handle on Twitter? Nah, we four episodes. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm going to guess. Is it B Garcia IV Sports? Yes, Ooh. it is. Oh but I am not saying God. that. You actually remembered it for the first Direct time. Wreck the hate that But way, no, please. I'm just saying like it, it just doesn't seem like them to... Like it wasn't like if Magic was looking for the GM, it was more. I mean, it was more maybe so out of his control. Maybe there was just a package deal. Them two came around the same time I really I don't get we don't, we don't. Magic's mindset yeah. in any of this because it just sounds like he was thrown into this mix and had no idea what was going to happen and he's yeah. like oh that's fine yeah. I'll Magic I'll figure it out basically it's just <sighs> off of ego and maybe just oh yeah I've had success pretty much everywhere I've been Jeez. and that's where it's gone and it's not it's it's gone with him I mean he didn't even go he didn't show up for he would take vacations right stuff yeah. like that he wouldn't put in the hours that you need for that position so it's just a weird situation and I don't know it just it's so much uncertainty whereas you have the Clippers where it's so much promise it's just crazy it reminds see. me of uh, um, that that practice when they worked out uh was it Leangelo? Leangelo Ball? Yeah. And made he worked him out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very public, too. And Magic walks by, 
and all of us media are standing there. And he says, hey, we got to work out everybody, right? Like, very sarcastically. Oh. And I'm like, did he just fucking say that? Like, seriously. In front of, and I'm looking at all. And no one was, like, ready to tweet it or anything. And I'm like, okay, I'm not touching it then, if that's the case. Did no one tweet that? No. No, no one, one tweeted shit. that? No. I'm like, oh, my God. He just said, basically, this is nothing more than a show, right? Like, yeah. hey, we're basically, it's probably just a favor for LeVar, right? Or Lonzo. Or Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. He just said it like that. I'm like, the kid could probably hear you. He's like running sprints or something. Yeah, he's like back and forth shooting threes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Well. And that tripped me out then. And now, like in retrospect, it kind of makes a dots. bit more sense. <laughs> like Magic kind of just does what, what he wants and says what he wants. And that's why he gets in trouble. That's, that's absurd, though. Yeah, he's pretty crazy. Well, that is it for us today on uh, Battle for LA Episode 4, part of the Clutch Points Network. I am Tomer Zarli. You can follow me at Tomer Zarli on Twitter and Instagram. That's T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y. You can follow Ryan Ward, uh, our Lakers guy at Ryan Ward LA. Uh, I can spell that out if you want me to. Should I spell it out? No, you guys can figure it out, right? Yeah. It. And then we have Bob Garcia, whose handle I... St- no, I'm just kidding. You I just literally said it about two yeah, minutes know, ago. It took me four episodes, but I finally... Four and a trial to finally get it. Yeah. Uh, follow Bob Garcia at B Garcia IV Sports. Don't forget the IV. Yeah, he wants to be known as numero cuatro. <laughs> don't, don't forget, don't forget the it. IV. There's four Bobs here. Let's dehydrated. Damn. So Bob's always thirsty, huh? Always thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, hope you enjoy this one. Uh, tune in to Clipper game tomorrow and uh, Sunday game four. Also, leave us a like, subscribe, reviews, uh, any questions you guys have, what you like, don't like. Shoot us all on, on Twitter and Instagram, please. And, uh, yeah, have a good one, guys. Later. See you guys. Hey guys, it's Mike. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. Now, when people ask me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT.